Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby and we are trying out a new time of recording. So hopefully my voice is warmed up (laughs) Um, just an earlier morning to try and um, use my time wisely and, and uh, you know, get some recording in before kiddos wake up and my day begins in other ways. Um, so my day gets to begin talking with you guys and, um, yeah, just sharing the journey. And uh, today I am excited to bring to you guys um, just a little garden recap, garden of 2022 it's crazy to me how it has just come and gone already. Um, so, but yeah, before I dive into that, man, October has been crazy. I thought it was going to be like a pretty chill month after summer. October, you know, you're kind of already settled into school for about a month or so with a routine. And, um, you know, we, we've done some homeschooling with uh, my oldest. So that's about the extent of school for us, but that was new, um, very new for us, and um, figuring out what that looks like, but um, it just uh, kind of filled up, and I was like, whoa, where did all these things come from, but um, you know, I guess that that's life, and here we are now headed into um, the busy holiday season, and I don't know if you're like me, but um, I, it doesn't, I don't know, I maybe get a little stressed out with some of the holiday stuff, but overall, like, okay, like, when can I start playing Christmas music? When can I start all the, like, traditional things? And um, I get really nostalgic, and I just I just love this time of the year. Um, so November, December are um, absolutely months that I look forward to in the year. I am sipping my my coffee too, guys, because gotta wake up, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. We so yeah, October was filled with my big marathon right at the beginning. It's crazy that that was a month ago already. Um, I had ended off October with a really fun uh, run. I did a fifteen k uh, downtown where I live to kind of redeem the view that I didn't get um, with the marathon that got canceled. Um, I ended up running a different one um, because mine, they didn't get to pull permits. They didn't get enough permits pulled um, to be able to do the one that I had signed up for. 
Um, they normally, um, so I run the Lakefront Marathon if you're local to where I live, and um, they just, the Milwaukee Lakefront Marathon, and they normally have the same course. They've been doing this for 40 plus years now, I believe, um, but due to construction, they had to change the course. So the new course route that they had chosen we thought was okay because we figured when they opened up sign up that they had gotten everything approved while well, some things still were not um, able to be worked out with different cities and police and all the things. So um, it was super heartbreaking. Um, a lot of us ended up just getting scattered to a different bunch of different places. So I wanted to redeem um, the lakefront views that I didn't get from that marathon and so I went and ran a really fun um, discovery run with my running community here local running community and oh my goodness just absolutely gorgeous morning couldn't have asked for a more perfect um, 50 and sunny degree morning with the lakefront views and hundreds and hundreds of runners and great a great time so I uh Surprised myself with what I could pull out for uh, the nine point whatever miles it was, 9.1, 9.2. And uh, just now going to kind of, I think, uh, you know, I'm 20 weeks pregnant. So just really, I think I'm set for racing this year. I didn't do a ton of it. Obviously, I just, you know, had some things on my list that I wanted to do. And um, now it's just going to be kind of running with what feels comfortable, no agenda, running with no agenda, just um, doing it because I love it, um, not trying to hit any certain, uh, I guess, goals or PRs or like that's just, it's just not my thing. And usually I peter out with running um, somewhere in the 30-week mark. It's just, it's just not fun for me. I don't like how it feels. And, um, it's not worth it to me to like tax my joints and hips and, um, pelvic floor area. So, I mean, we'll see this pregnancy already has surprised me with a lot of the things that I've been able to keep up with, <laughs> but maybe that's my mind over matter type thing. Um, my mind was very set on what I had committed to. So anyway, enough about my running. Um, so we had that, um, we've had a couple, uh, grandparent deaths this month, which, uh, you know, it's, it's never easy to lose someone, but when it's, you know, the grandparents that have been slowly fading over the years, you start to grieve sooner. And so it's been a, it's been a grieving process. One of them I wasn't as close to, it's, um, on my uh, step family side. So, um, but the other one is my biological dad's dad, um, he recently passed, so we will be attending a funeral <clears throat> for that, and I'll be going through photos with my mom, um, so it's going to bring back a lot of memories and flashbacks, and um, yeah, it's just one of those things, you, they both went in peace, uh, which is always what you want, and uh, it's just, it's never easy, but it's also just like, okay, like, they lived a full life, and now they can move on. <laughs> um so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So two traveling times uh, for that. And um, yeah, plugging along with school and baby. We just had our 
20-week ultrasound um, the other week and um, my husband and I, I love getting to go and do that with him. So we have an A-plus baby all around, so we're just praising God for that and just so grateful for a fourth pregnancy that um, the baby is just rocking, just growing and um, mom is healthy, baby's healthy, nothing to be concerned of. Um, so we're just so thankful for that news. And um, we have now made it public news. Uh, we did find out we're having another girl. So I get to reuse my Juliet clothes, my little baby girl. Um, so she's going to um, have a sister close in age, which is just so special. Um, me and my sister are seven years apart. So I don't know what it's like to have a, a sister close in age to just bond with and do all the girl things. So two boys, two girls, this is going to be, be so fun. So we're, we're super, super excited. So, um, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of stuff happening in October apparently. So, um, hope you guys are doing well and, um, yeah, kind of flowing right into garden stuff. That's also been keeping me busy. Like, holy smokes, guys. I don't even... Oh, like just the abundance of things and then really trying hard to preserve things and not waste it. I I feel that I did an amazing job with my cucumbers this year. Granted, I have no idea how the pickles in the basement taste. <laughs> um, the ones that I canned. So we made refrigerator pickles. Those were amazing. We still have some. But I can only make so many because I don't have another fridge. So I, I can't fill my whole fridge with like 30 jars of pickles. Like, who? no thanks. <laughs> so the canning process allows it to last longer. So they're in my basement, but, you know, then they're heated up and, and things. So, like, I just am picturing soggy pickles, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're not, and that's just me. Um, so we'll see. Stay tuned for that. So, But I did really good at not wasting so many cucumbers. I mean, we ate them. We made cucumber salad with them, uh, and then we, we canned a bunch. Um, I didn't do any juicing of cucumbers this year. Anyway, I, yeah, really just can't believe that the garden season is already over for the summer and fall. We're headed into winter. I still have to, uh, you know, put stuff on top of my beds. Uh, but my husband and I cranked out. Um, he surprised me and, like, came out one afternoon on a weekend or whatever. He came back from something and just started tilling the beds. And that's always, like, the hardest part for me, especially pregnant. Like, I get really... Uh, my back gets really achy, um, but I do it anyway if I have to, um, but just one bed at a time. We had already taken um, an evening when our um, local dump was open, and we just literally pulled everything out that was dead. Like, we had so much junk, not junk, but just all the stuff that just isn't growing, and it's, it's all brown and brittle, um, so we just yanked everything out and uh, took that took that away and then we came back another day and um, I had to plant garlic and harvest carrots and I think that was 
about all I had left to do. I still have, I might still have my celery out there and my kale. I didn't pull that out because, again, greens like cooler weather and I had no idea um, until the last couple of years that I've tried growing it in cooler temperatures. So my kale out there is still like luscious green. Um, I haven't picked any recently, but I can't pull, get myself to pull it out because it looks so nice uh, compared to everything else that turned brown. But um, yeah, so the beds have been kind of just fluffed and um, all reset. And in the spring, we will mix in hopefully what will be our own. I'm hoping that it really, really um, turns out um, compost. So my husband built me a nice compost area. I have not been the most faithful in turning it so that it gets a lot of uh, I don't know, aeration, we'll call it. Uh, and then just like there's a whole science to it, I guess. And for me, I'm kind of like, oh, let's just keep throwing this in there and throw this in there. Um, but the, the you know, scraps from your kitchen to your greens to your browns um, kind of all like twigs and grass clippings and leaves. So um, once we um, start raking up some more leaves here, we'll start f flowing those in. I think they have a lot of nitrogen in them. So we'll uh, chop some of those up and, and fluff those in there and start letting them decompose over the winter. And then we'll... Uh, mix mix some of those in um, a fresh layer um, in each of those beds so uh, but yeah we we got out there and we pulled out our carrots uh, which was super fun but it's always um a lot of work because they sometimes get stuck in there and there's just yeah I don't thin my carrots either I've never been good at that I hate doing that <laughs> I see the purpose but I also I'm like I don't have time for that and I want as many to grow as they can. So that means just some of them get a little crowded out from each other. Some spots don't grow as well because they overcrowd each other. Um, but that's okay. Not a big deal. We got some honking carrots, let me tell you. The kids are like so excited when some of those big ones get to come out. Uh, so yeah, that was great. And then Winston helped me plant garlic. I think maybe the second week of October so we went out there and I tried a new spot so uh, I used one of my beds that I normally use for something else to grow garlic and I just felt like it was wasting space like I could have grown it somewhere else more uh, space worthy we'll say like just conserving space um and so this time, because garlic grows under the ground and just shoots straight up like a green stalk, my tomato area, so tomatoes take forever, okay? So my garlic ends up getting planted, you know, here in October and harvested in July time. Well, my tomatoes don't even start flourishing till probably August, late July, August. So like they're not even that big and over overbearing or any of that. And my garlic is already like ready to go. So I planted, because there's so much space in front of my tomato bed, like from where the tomatoes grow under, like I, I plant them right at the base underneath the like trellis that they climb. There's such a gap in between that and my the edge of my bed that I was like, well, why don't I just plant my garlic there? So 
stay tuned for that. I'm always trying, you know, new methods, new things. I've watched gardeners that are like, conserve your space, grow wisely, um, you know, all those things. So here is Gabby trying to do her best. Um, but garlic is so easy. This is only my second year. So, uh, I, I grew it for the first time last year and it surprised me. Um, just like my neighbor had been growing it and she was it just finally motivated me and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. What do you just throw cloves in the ground? Okay. So I ordered some really good quality garlic. You don't just go to the store. Um, I didn't have any on hand like that I wanted to throw in there. So garden um, companies <clears throat> will sell really good cloves. Um, so I buy them and then I will break them apart and I watched video how to plant them super easy and then from one little clove that you pop in the ground boom you get a whole giant bulb of of garlic so there's different varieties that I learned there's soft neck there's hard neck and just this different ways that they grow and the garlic scapes that grow on I think it's only the hard neck varieties um, that people will use in cooking and so seriously just it just is so cool just to learn something new and watch it do its thing so my garlic harvest was okay um, I also ended up planting onions around that and moving my onions and putting them in between the garlic rows and I will never do that again I love getting my onion harvest and I think I ruined it with the way that I planted because things just got too overcrowded. Um, I still got some good onions, but definitely not the harvest I normally do. So I had changed up a little bit of how my garden was this year in terms of where I planted some things and ah, it just didn't, it didn't, uh, meet my expectations. So I might have to go back, uh, for a few of those, but I go back to my normal ways. Uh, but Hey, you know, you, you never know until you try some things and um, we still had a great a great harvest. So, um, yeah, but some of the garlic did not grow as big. Um, some didn't grow at all, which was only a few. Um, but I got a fair amount, fair amount, um, more on the smaller end. But I did get some larger ones, which was super exciting. So I did purchase some more because I didn't want to use up my garlic. I didn't get, like, tons and not all of it seemed worthy of planting. Like I, I wanted good quality ones that were going to flourish and grow some good bulbs. So hopefully we uh, we get some good ones. So, um, but just to kind of share with you some of the new, the first time things that I did this year in the gardening, um, in my garden. Um, this was my first year, my my garden firsts. I feel like it's a baby, you know, all the firsts for a baby. Um, okay, so it was my first year starting tomatoes inside my, my starts. Um, so growing indoors. Oh, indoor starting maybe has, that was my third year doing it. Second or third year, I can't remember. Um, so this is my first time doing tomatoes, some of them. My neighbor still gave me some of hers. Um, she's always given me her tomatoes. Like we, we just worked it out, like you do these and you know you're good at them so I'll pay you for for your labor <laughs> for your labor and care of those little little seedlings so um just love that um so she's done my tomatoes and onions for the last number of years which is super awesome 
love that. Um, so, but I just felt like, okay, well, I just want to try it. I want, I want to try a couple. So did that. And my black strawberry cherry tomatoes were a hit. Those were pretty and, um, yeah, really, I think that's what they were called. Yeah. Really liked those. And then I think I grew another kind that did okay. But again, I sometimes go a little plant crazy and sometimes some things get a little overcrowded where I'm like, okay, I can just plant one more tomato here, right? <laughs> so, uh, learn, live and learn. Uh, this is my first year with a couple trellis arches for my cucumbers and squashes. That was super fun. My husband helped me build those. We got some more um, trellis type fencing from, or just, yeah, trellis stuff from my parents on the farm. And uh, we bent to those and made these really cute little archways. And uh, yeah, they climbed on them and... Um, you know, I'm just learning how to make things, you know, climb better on there. So I'll learn better next year to kind of help guide some of them. Some of them kind of straight off, but um, just super fun to see them in the garden uh, and just added a different element. Uh, so that was really neat and just conserves space more on the ground. They grow up and over rather than, you know, out and about. <laughs> so um, that is another way to grow um, and save space. So this was also, again, um, we talked about garlic. This was my first year harvesting the garlic that I planted. And that was really exciting to pull out of the ground. Um, this was my first year making endless pickles. We talked about that too. We touched on that. Like the enormous amounts of pickling, like, and it's not that hard. It just was like, boggled my mind where I was like I don't understand how like there's just so many cucumbers and you can make so many pickles with them so we did a lot of more of the coin I, I didn't grow them to be like the little you know baby pickles I don't I didn't pick some of them in time to do that and so I ended up just coining a bunch of them which is fine and then some of them I did do in strips like um, spears so we have a, a couple little varieties like that, but my kids love eating them either way. Pickle chips, and you don't have to put them on like a sandwich or a hamburger to enjoy them. And honestly, being pregnant has been one of the nicest things. Like I don't necessarily, you know, they always say pregnant women want pickles and all the things. And honestly, sometimes I just want something super salty and the vinegar too. It's just, yeah, the pickles, they just hit the spot. And then this was my first year with um, the designated compost area. So, um, yeah, that was something my husband built for me. We've tried a couple other things that did not work. Uh, and it just needs a space, just confined space, um, rather than stuffed in a garbage can that didn't work. It needs, it, there's a little science to it, like I said, so... We have two sides. He just built like a little area with some wood and split it in half. And it's just an open concept. So um, just have to literally add things to it, dump it in there. It just kind of gives it a designated spot and uh, makes it look a little nicer. But um, you can also buy those like tumbler things. But I don't, I think I needed, that That was going to be not enough for 
for what I needed. So smaller growing compost needs, smaller garden. Um, you can buy little tumblers that you can turn it and put stuff inside of it and it keeps it all in there. So, um, but all the things that we, so those were all the firsts for our, um, gardening this year, excuse me. Um, so the things that we all grew, we grew tomatoes, we grew garlic, onion, lettuce, our greens, carrots, snap peas, broccoli, green beans, my cabbage actually, and no one in my family eats it. (laughs) So I don't know why I even grow it. I'm probably not going to do it next year, but I was determined to finally grow it. Um, and I actually surprised myself and had a few really decent looking heads of cabbage. So, um, yay, that was exciting. Did they all get eaten? No, a lot of them got thrown in the compost, but that's okay. No worries. I ate some and, uh, no worries. Uh, the, so the cabbage, then I had some beets, bell peppers. Those grew kind of funky this year. We got some good ones, but, um, just. It looked like it was going to produce more, and then it never really did. So I'm not sure what happened. We had some weird weather changes in the summer and then into the fall. Uh, Cukes, cucumbers. We had so many potatoes. I don't know if I told you guys. I I weighed them. I want to say I had somewhere between 60 and 70 pounds. Um, Closer maybe to the 70-pound mark after I weighed them all. Uh, And then, uh, so that... I absolutely love. Potatoes are one of our favorite things to harvest. Uh, Zucchini, that was coming out of our ears too. Um, I did really well with that this year and didn't waste too many or lose too many. Um, Pie uh, pie pumpkins, those decided to be the squash of the year. I didn't really plan on wanting to grow them, but I had like, I don't know, three or five seeds left in a packet. And I was like, ah, what the heck, I'll just finish them off. And nothing of my other squashes really grew. I had some squash bugs that made their way back in after I thought I ridded my garden of a whole bunch of them. Uh, so my, but I didn't plant spaghetti squash. I did not plant um, acorn squash. I planted some mini honey butternut, and like only two of them grew. And I was just like. I was so bummed because I was really looking forward to those. So maybe I need to try them again, grow a little less things. But those pumpkins, man, they just take over. Kind of like zucchini. Pumpkins, zucchini. Doesn't matter where you put them or what's around them. They're just going to grow. Doesn't matter. Like they just take over and they show the other plants who's boss, I feel like. So lesson learned. Maybe I ixnay the pumpkin next year. Um, And it's not like... I don't know. It's just fun. Like I don't, we don't go to the pumpkin farms usually too often. We don't do it every year. So we get our own little decorations and it's fun. Um, and the little mini ones I can deal with. I don't grow the big giant ones cause that would just take up a lot in my garden and a lot of nutrients and space that, yeah, we're just, we're, we don't need them. So we're not selling them or anything. Uh, and the pie pumpkins are perfect. So, um, I'll touch on uh, what I did with those here in a moment, but, um, Yeah, because I I had quite a few of them. But this year, I feel like 
my garden experience was not quite like my other years. I have three little people. And man, do I still do so much amidst having them and get them in the garden or just let them run around outside and or, you know, in between naps or, you know, whatever, like still get a lot of it done. And I, and sometimes it's not easy, but just three little people that I am keeping alive and now growing another little one. (laughs) Um, The marathon training, honestly, that more than the kids. Marathon training took a lot of time and energy, mental and physical energy, where I think, I don't want to say it stole because I chose the marathon and I am so grateful I did. I like, I'm, I'm not at all regretting none of that, but I think it stole some of that peaceful, um, time in the garden, the joy, um, the slowing down because a lot of my mornings were spent either choosing to sleep in because I needed it or it was out busting my butt, logging the miles early before the kids get up and not usually, you know, I didn't, I didn't get a lot of the mornings where I could just choose to go out in the garden and just be at, be by myself and pick a few things or just observe it, go walk out there with my coffee pull a few weeds, like, um, to start my morning that way. And uh, I missed that. So I am looking forward to next year. I get a little emotional about it because I I know how much it feeds my soul when I get in my garden. And, um, I start my day with it and what it does for me. Um, but when I'm by myself and just picturing the morning right now, like, yeah, I didn't get a whole lot of that this summer. So next year, you know, I'll be having a baby in March. So that means uh, no marathon uh, training uh, that will be stealing from my garden time. So I'll have some more uh, garden time and uh, yeah, rest and healing time out there, which I am looking forward to. Um, so yeah, it just felt more rushed at times and more like a chore than it normally does. But still loved it and embraced it. And it's just the ebb and flow of different seasons of life and all the things I'm trying to fit in. So, uh, you know, I feel that we have such an established garden that, hey, you know, if I don't give it all the time and attention, like stuff's still going to grow. We just throw those seeds in. Oh, I didn't get to that. Okay, fine. Like, you know, but we, we honestly, we did pretty good. Um, and now that I have some extra, like Winston and Titus are getting to good ages where I can tell them like, hey, take this bowl and go pick as many beans as you can find. Like don't yank on the plant, you know, use both hands. Like, so they, they've learned or go find some cherry tomatoes. Um, you know, so they, they have been, uh, at ages where they're getting a little bit more helpful aside from me needing to, uh, be alongside them every time we go out there. But that is another sweet thing um, I'll, I'll mention. Like, I just love, like, when a garden bed would be empty, like when we harvested our potatoes. Um, you know, that whole area was open. And uh, just the kids would want to come in there and just dig and be barefoot and dig holes and, and just play in the dirt there and pretend while I was doing, tending to other areas of the garden. And I just, they were like broken pieces of 
like a pot that they had and all their shovels and then they leave their socks and their crocs out there and like it just is the sweetest thing and it just every time I go out there and I'd see it it just reminded me of just like this is what I want for my kids and um that's not it's not perfect and I don't care if it looks like a mess because it's gonna end up being all put back together anyway and sure some of the dirt got out of the box but you know honestly it it was time they spent playing in the dirt outside using their imagination um and it allowed me to get some work done so just those sweet memories and things that um my kids can look back on um as the, as their garden memories it'll be it'll be fun to have conversations with them as they get older of things that they remember or liked or didn't like about you know what mom made me do when gardening yeah, so I'm I'm still in awe of all the things that we grew, and um, yeah, again, just watching my kids being in there with me, you know, capturing the photos or the videos, and seriously, I think my Titus harvested all of our onions. He was so excited. Like, he just went to town, and I was like, oh, hey, finish them. Go for it, um, and so that was that was super sweet to watch. Uh, and then just learning the whole canning and pressure canning. I've done water bath canning. So there's water bath canning and then there's pressure canning. So water bath canning is things like your jams and jellies and tomatoes and applesauce and pickles. These are things that are acidic, high acidity um, things. And then pressure canning uses more pressure and steam to can Things like potatoes, carrots, green beans. You can do bone broth. You can do cooked meats and like soups, like already put together. Like when you go to the store and you buy a can of soup, that was pressure can. Um, you know, um, and then like pumpkin and um, try to think of other things. Yeah. So there's things that are low acidic. Um, that need the pressure canning so uh, there's just different styles and methods and so the pressure canning was very new for me this year and um, yeah so I actually pressure canned a little bit of bone broth um, and it turned out I was really skeptical I was super uncertain with the beef bone broth but I finally pulled out a jar and used it and um, I couldn't believe it was amazing I used it in a chili that I made I used it to make some gravy um, for some potatoes and I was just blown away I was like this smells good it tastes good we're good we're good it's not bad uh, and then I you know it has the super gelatinous the collagen oh my gosh it's jiggly it's like jello guys that's what you want in a bone broth and I was like I did it uh, so it was just super rewarding that we have a handful of jars down there. I mean, maybe eight. Maybe I had eight of them. I don't even remember. But I've used like one and a half or two jars maybe so far. Um, but I just pop it in the fridge if I don't use the whole jar. Um, and yeah, so I learned how to pressure can that. That was super exciting so I didn't have to always rely on my freezer. I will say if you do pressure can bone broth... Because it's at such a high heat for so long, it is losing some of its nutritional properties. Um, but it's okay. Like it's not. It's not like totally a wash. Um, I think 
I mean, I still have it very collagen-rich beef bone broth that I pressure can because it is super jiggly. Um, and I'm super thrilled with that. I was afraid that I lost all of that because I had pressure canned it. Um, but you know, easy ways you can, can preserve your broth would be in the freezer as well. I've saved old yogurt containers and when the broth is cooled off, I'll pour it into the containers and I'll freeze it in those. Um, but sometimes I don't always have freezer space that I want to take up with a ton and ton of broth. So, um, the pressure canning is a great option to have right now. Um, but with those pumpkins, circling back to those pumpkins, oh my gosh, guys, my hands hurt so bad. So I didn't really realize that because I committed, I was like, I'm, I'm not wasting. I'm canning it. I don't want to freeze it again because guess what? I still have pumpkin in my freezer from last year and I don't, I need to make room for pork. We're getting a pig for my parents. Like in December like I can't be filling it up with endless pumpkin that I'm probably gonna forget about and then not use so I learned how to pressure can but you cannot pressure can pumpkin pureed when you do that there's a certain property of the pumpkin when it gets pureed and stuff like it just it doesn't pressure can well it doesn't it's not um, going to last and it gets bacteria or something I don't know so apparently, you can only do it in like cubes, like chunked, chunk cube pumpkin. I'm like, okay. But then I'm like, oh, so I can't even, I can't roast them and peel off the skins easy. And I was like, oh no. So I had to cut all my little pumpkins. I don't even remember. I probably cut up eight <laughs> mini pumpkins. But it's, I mean, it's not like they're mini, mini, but like, it was a lot of work because um, you have to peel off the skins, like cut off the skins and then cube them. So it was it was an adventure. Um, but if actually once I got through the first one or two pumpkins, I was like, okay, I got this. I figured out the right way to cut it, how to do this quickly, efficiently. And I'm really surprised I didn't cut my hand. Um, but yeah, so cut up the pumpkin, cubed it. Then you pre-boil or like uh boil it for like two to three minutes in water just to like soften it a little bit then you stuff it in your jars you pour the hot water over the pumpkin and then you pressure can it so really is super easy it just has to pressure can for like quite some time so I had a few rounds of it and uh, so it just took a it was a long process but they all sealed I have pumpkin in my basement at 23 pints of pumpkin. <laughs> and no, I'm just, I'm super dang proud of myself, like super proud of it. And um, so that's just, that's just where, yeah, where I put a lot of time uh, for that. We canned a lot of applesauce this year. We have a farm nearby that we could get seconds. They fall on the ground um, or they're smaller but seriously, I don't think I threw away any of the apples. You could literally, all my, my kids could eat all of them if I wanted them to. They were not bad. Um, they're just not, you know, the big, plumpy apples that they make big money on. So I bought these and they averaged out to about 55 cents a pound, guys. Now they're not organic or anything. And hey, I do what, you know, we got to do what's best and we make do. And I'm like, I can't pass these up. So I would just come home. I, I gave them so much money this year. 
um, but just made so much applesauce. We made a little bit of apple pie filling and uh, ate some apples. So it's it's been a fun time. So um, still planning to learn how to can, pressure can my carrots. I got to peel those and get those rocking and rolling. Our potatoes, I really wanted to pressure can those, but honestly, I left them and let them sit outside on a shelf in our garage, flat, single layer for the longest time. And we just kept going out there and grabbing them when we wanted them. And we don't have as many left. Like we still have a fair amount. Um, so I'll have to figure out what I want to do with them. If we'll end up eating through them fast enough uh, before they would like grow eyes and things. Um, or if I want to try my hand at pressure canning some, which I probably should, um, just to have the learning experience. Um, because then the cool thing is if you go to the stores, you know, inflation these days is real. If you go to the stores, you're going to maybe find something massively reduced or on sale. Say you find like a whole bunch of potatoes and organic if it's even better. Um, organic potatoes and they're like, you know, say after Thanksgiving, massively discounted and they need to get them out of the stores and they're trying to sell as many as they can before they can't sell them anymore. Um, you have learned a method to be able to preserve them long term. So buy a bunch of them and get your family stocked up and ready. Like that is where my brain goes. Um, so it doesn't always have to be things that you grew to be able to can it or preserve it. Um, and that is something I learned from a girl on Instagram um, who also, you know, grows garden but does you know buys from the reduced bins and the in the bulk bins and all the things and just preserves it for her family because she knows um the value in that so um yeah so that's kind of the whole garden garden thing I hope that um you guys had a really awesome gardening year um that it served you and that it met you where you were at and that uh it just yeah you learned things maybe it was your first time um, I love hearing people's garden stories and if they just started, I love helping and troubleshooting and <clears throat> all the things. So next year I will not be doing any indoor starts. That's usually, um, yeah, March when things get planted. I'm not sure that I want to overcommit myself. I'm having a baby mid-March. In my head I'm like, I could do it. I totally could do it. And then I'm like, no, I think it's okay most of my stuff can be planted directly in the garden and anything that I might want indoor grown, my neighbor will grow the couple things and I can go somewhere else and buy them and support someone. Um, so I think that's where I have to rest and be okay with and um, come back another year and do that. So um, yeah, see, I'm already thinking about the next year. But I hope that this just um, inspired you and just kind of gave you a glimpse into my world and what gardening can look like and all the all the ways that we made it happen and um yeah I I'm I would love to know how your garden went um you know message me uh you can share in our uh, rooted in health Facebook community group um but yeah super excited to kind of have a recap here and uh, kind of mind-blowing again as we are closing out 2022 but Anyway, I hope that you guys have a fantastic week, and if you liked this episode, found value in it, enjoyed it, just having a conversation, um, it would be, mean so much to me if you would leave a rating and review and share this episode. 
um, with those that you know or on your social media because there might be people who are um, just curious about the gardening world and if I can play a part in any part of their growing uh, journey, their gardening journey, um, it would be an honor. So with that being said, have an awesome week guys. We will chat soon.